Hello everyone, this is Andrea Von Kampen and welcome to my podcast, It's My Party. This is a podcast where I sit down with women who I find to be interesting and creative and we have meaningful conversations. So if that sounds good to you, let's get started. It was many years ago that I was asked to model for a local clothing store here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, This was my first and last modeling gig. Uh, I figured I'd go to the store, take a few photos, be done with the job, but instead I ended up in the middle of the prairie on an 100 degree day, and the job was to stand in a field with a bunch of horses and take photos. And I still remember, it was like, can you get this horse to like you? And I realized that horses don't just immediately come up and cuddle. You know, it took a little bit of coercing. Anyways, it was hot. There were ticks everywhere. And I remember thinking, there's no way these photos are going to look good. And oh my gosh, I was so wrong. These photos looked incredible. And I think the sign of a great photographer is when you get back the photos and they look nothing like how you felt when you were shooting them. Anyways, that photographer was Latura Adigma, and she is our guest today. Latura is not just a photographer, which I know might sound crazy from this intro, but she also started an incredible nonprofit in Lincoln called Art Bus LNK. The idea of Art Bus LNK started when Latura reached out to the youth community to learn more about their experiences in Lincoln. She surveyed the students and realized that these young artists had limited or no access to art supplies. After two years of interviews, fundraising, and endless support from the community, Latour was able to find the perfect bus and launch Art Bus LNK. Art Bus LNK is a mobile art studio and organization that focuses on providing charitable and educational art opportunities to youth through free, accessible, and direct community programming. Since the launch in June of 2020, Latour's program has served over 2,000 students, and in today's episode, we talk about Art Bus LNK at length and so much more. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I think you're going to love today's episode. Latura, thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. You know, it's interesting because we sort of got to know each other through your photography. I was doing a modeling shoot for the first and last time in my life. And (laughs) (laughs) and you were on the shoot and you were so cool and you were so professional. And now you have parlayed this photography into like going into eat deeper into art and everything and you're so altruistic so I want to start kind of from the beginning when you were little okay. like did you know that you wanted to do photography did you know you wanted to do art like kind of talk us through that no not at all <laughs> I like in middle school high school I was set on you know going into law I was gonna be a lawyer I was gonna study criminal justice or political science and that's the route, like, I was 1,000% sure I was going to take. So, like, once And why school- did you want to take that route? Like, was it watching, like, shows? Like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, murder I love shows? <laughs> watching, like, lawyer-type shows. And, like, growing up, people just told me, like, you talk a whole lot. You like to argue. You should be a lawyer. So I was like, okay. Like, I mean, that's that's what I do. I talk and argue and I love it. So maybe, you know, being a lawyer is something I should look into. And I like was like, again, a thousand percent sure that this was the route I was going to take until it came time for like applications, like applying to all of these different schools. So I applied to go to 
Howard University in DC, mm-hmm. planned on studying political science. I got accepted on like a partial scholarship thing. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to DC. This is gonna, this is perfect. This is it. But like the semester, like a couple months towards the end of my senior year, I was like, I don't think this is what I want to do. And like, is this your senior year of high school? This is senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Keep so going. I was like, you know, do I really want to make the move to DC, mm-hmm. like away from family? Like, am I, you know, sure that this is, because DC is so far away. It's like so far away. So far away. And I've, I've been there a good couple of times and I yeah. love it. Yeah. But I have like, I mean, during that time, like I has have never been away from family like if we are going away we're going away as a family we're taking a family vacation mm-hmm. and it's never been me like traveling on my own or being someplace on my own so I decided you know what I also applied to go to UNL got accepted mm-hmm. and decided I'm just gonna stay in Lincoln Nebraska unfortunately <laughs> and you know study criminal justice so that's what I did and I liked it but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Like I love, you know, learning about our criminal justice system and like juvenile delinquency, all of that stuff. But I was like, do I like, do I see myself in school for four or five years writing research papers and all of this stuff? Like, I like this, but I don't think I love it enough mm-hmm. to want to pursue it for the next well, and this whole time, aren't you sort of doing photography? Like, aren't, don't you sort of have No, during this, this time, like, wow, it wasn't like I wasn't into That's really into photography. That's crazy to think about. Like, you, I know. you got so good so quickly then. <laughs> because when I met you, you were taking photos and you were still going to school for criminal justice. That's insane. It was like towards the end of, so when I, like the beginning of freshman year, it was just mm-hmm. like criminal justice and then towards the end is when I had like <laughs> my mental breakdown <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. like I don't know what to do what am I doing with life so I was just kind of like going back and forth I was in school but not really in school because I was out of academic probation <laughs> it was a whole thing and like really during the end of freshman year into sophomore year of college, I kind of ventured into photography and I liked it. Yeah. It was for me, I don't know, photography for me was just a way to express myself in a way I can't, like, I couldn't really do vocally. So did I- Did start like with taking photos? Was it always people or no. were you sort of just like doing everything at first? It was pretty much everything. A lot okay. of like, oh, I'm going to take a walk to- or not take a walk, but I'm going to go to Pioneers Park and just kind of chill. Or I went to homes like a lot and just sat there. And it, was, like- it was a time of great reflection. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it really, like, it was bad. Like, I don't think, oh. I mean, I don't really talk about it, but yeah, mentally, I just was not okay. Hard time to, I, I think just- a lot of people have some some big emotions during this time honestly like you go into college thinking like this is what I'm gonna do and then once you get there you're just like help me yeah <laughs> this, is, this is not it at all totally but really so you're spending there. a lot of time at homes and where does it go from there <laughs> See, I would not go back I don't see myself going back but now I from there just you know fell in love with photography and 
you know, after a couple more semesters on academic probation, I decided like, hey, I'm going to do this thing full time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drop out of school. We're going to make it work. And that was a disaster. Like my parents were upset. Like, and I understand. Like, I completely understand. But I was just like, I, this is not for me. School is not for me. I'm going to try this photography thing full time. And I mean, I've been doing it full time since 2019 and really like started my photography like journey in well, 2016, 2017. Okay. Maybe a little earlier. Do you remember like your first, um, do you remember like your first legitimate like job for photography? Oh, like what I would like job job like getting paid like money. Yeah, like what was the first or, time? I, like, when got- I- <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. When I first did like started photography, I was doing like twenty dollar photo shoots. Oh like, wow, what a steal! At Pioneer's <laughs> Park for hours, like just doing twenty dollar photo okay, shoots. I love this work ethic. This is amazing. Oh, it- See, I wouldn't change a thing about that at all. Yeah. Like I yeah. just doing that, I built a lot of good relationships with clients. A lot of the clients I had back in the $20 days have now booked <laughs> booking for much more money, which is great, but I like had no idea. Like I was like, okay, you know, $20 photo shoots, there's not really like a time limit on it. We're just gonna hang out mm-hmm. and take photos. So some like some photo shoots I would be at Pioneer's Park for like two hours with one family. And I'm just like, oh I don't my know how gosh. to this. Like, what do I do? <laughs> but like my first wedding experience was a disaster. Oh my gosh. Tell, I me, tell me why. Why was it a disaster? <laughs> this was a wedding I did for she wasn't really a friend, but I knew her from the university. So she's like, hey, like, can you do my wedding photos? I'm like, sure. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. So like wedding day was, I mean, it was pretty chill. But once we got to the reception, like I was kind of chugging along with one camera battery and one SD card. So by the time the reception hit, like my card was full. So I would like, things would be happening during the reception. Then I would kind of like shuffle over to the corner and start like deleting photos off of my camera because I was out of space. And then I would switch and like, take my battery out to charge my battery because it was like dying. It was terrible. (laughs) Got paid what? $250 for it. (laughs) It was like, it was the worst thing. And that I'm sure the photos were amazing. But from there, I was like, I'm not doing wedding photography at all. Never again. This was the one and the only time like Mm -hmm. this is not happening again. And I mean, funny thing is, here I am now and I do it full time. But now that's just a little bit of my hot mess journey. That's insane. Do you usually stuff. have, do you like always have a second shooter with you now? And I'm, I'm sure you have like charged batteries <laughs> and more SD cards as well. But yeah, I'm a lot more professional now, but I feel like every wedding I try to have another photographer with me just because like, I don't know, I guess some people don't realize like I'm just very like shy sometimes and I'm very like, I'm like an introvert 
but yeah. not really. So like, I like to have another person with me because I just feel awkward. Well, I feel like that's day. I feel like that's so antithetical to the wedding photographer vibe. You know, I feel like wedding photographers are so assertive and like can be really obnoxious. You know, and I sort of love that you bring this really like chill. I mean, I'm we you didn't shoot my wedding, but I've done a lot of photo shoots with you now, and I I love that it's not you know, really obnoxious. I just think about, <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, the old like JC Penny photographers <laughs> like, yes. whole family would go and there's this one time my family went and they were like, can you guys all tilt your glasses up because we're getting a glare <laughs> and we all had glasses and we all tilted them up halfway. And, it, and I remember like my brother was like, won't you be able to see that they're tilted? And the guy was like, oh no, no, we can fix all of that. <laughs> I'll have to send you this photo sometime. I need to see them. Oh my God. It was really obvious. So anyways, I feel like the like the classic idea of a wedding photographer, like you are so different than that. And it's oh, great. I love to hear that. <laughs> I like to keep things chill. But mm-hmm. no, I like to have another person with me <laughs> just so I'm not like, I don't like talking to wedding guests. Like that's totally. like, I hate it. So if I'm sitting at a table eating, like and people start like, trying to engage in conversation i'm like please don't like i no, like no please stop. i'm not here for that i'm not here for that like this is gonna be awkward for you and i especially me so um, i know that plus- you so like i know that you started the art bus but are you still doing photography full-time then as well this is my 2022 is my last full-time year Nice. So I have like a couple weddings booked in 2023, but it will not mm-hmm. be full time anymore after this. That's year. great. So you can focus on Art Bus. So let's pivot yes. to Art Bus. Can you tell me yes. how you came up with this idea? Why you came up with this idea? Yes. So when I decided to, you know, drop out of school mm-hmm. and do photography full time, my mom was just like, after she, you know, went off on me a couple times, <laughs> she was like, you know, like, I get that you want to do this full time, but you also need another job just in case things don't, you know, work out. And I don't like it's hard to find like finding a job that doesn't require some sort of degree is difficult, like a good paying job, mm-hmm. which sucks. But my mom, she connected with um, an administrator at Lincoln High, and they were looking for a behavior para to work with their special education program. And my mom's just like, hey, like, my daughter would be good for this, you know? Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a degree, but like, <laughs> <laughs> please figure it out. So I got a job at Lincoln High as a behavior para and ran a couple, like, after-school art programs. And, you know, towards the end of the school year, I want to say it was... Oof, 2018, towards the end of the 2018 school year, I reached out to the students in the club and I was like, hey, like, I know you guys love art. You get it. You're good at it. But like, is it something you just do at school? Do you do art at home? Mm -hmm. Are you involved in like, you know, art programs in the community? And a lot of the students were like, no, like, I love art, but I don't have access (laughs) to these art programs. My family, we don't have money for art supplies because art supplies are very expensive so really like across the board that's the answer I got like I can't afford it I don't have transportation to get to get to these programs and I mean from there I did some research of like what art programs do we have in Lincoln 
and or what opportunities do students have in the area to pursue arts if it's not the arts and humanities program and can you explain what the arts and humanities program is so it's kind of like a focus program for students that are interested in the arts when I was in high school I did oh gosh I forget an info technology focus program justice. Um, but focus programs are really cool. Like the Bay is starting the focus program. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's, but is it hard to get in? Like, it's not, it's not accessible for everyone. It's not right? accessible. Like okay. when I was in a focus program, you had to have transportation to mm. get to these programs. So in high Which school, is I such a to, barrier. If you don't have barrier. a car, or your parents are working. Right. So like I attended Southwest and my focus program was clear on O street, like 67 wow. and O. So it was a lot of my dad (laughs) coming to pick me up and dropping me off there. And not a lot of like, a lot of families and students aren't privileged. Like they can't Mm -hmm. do that. They don't have Like aren't in Lincoln. That drive is like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I mean, like almost an hour if you go both ways. So it's like, that's not close at all. That's not set up very well. So, you know, a lot of students are, I mean, they're missing out on programs like that. And I mean, it was. The arts and humanities program is accessible to students at Lincoln High because it's just like across the street. But it's also, I feel, very like it gets full pretty fast. And, you know, you have these talented artists that may not feel comfortable, you know, participating in programs like that. So it was just kind of like, well, you know, if I don't feel comfortable attending this focus program with other students or if I don't feel like I'm on that level of skill, like what do I do? And, you know, I did some research and saw, like, there really weren't, like, there's, we don't have a lot of art programs in Lincoln. Like, mm. I mean, in overall Lincoln, we're very lacking when it comes to the art scene. <laughs> Honestly, <slowly>. yes. <laughs> very slowly, but it's, growth is happening somewhere. But, you know, we have the Lux Center for Arts and, like, paint yourself silly, but that's, like, mm. like, what do you, what else do you have? Yeah, um, and it's, like, some of those things feel, like, paint yourself silly feels more like a hobby that you yeah. do on the weekends instead of, like, a way to actually teach and learn and explore for kids. Right. You know, it's so, mm-hmm. I don't know, and there's the barrier of the cost, like, I don't Very know, it's, it's so interesting that you sort of identified that a big lacking spot in our community so you Mm -hmm. do some research you realize we're greatly lacking what do you do then so I you know I looked into different ways of like how do we bring art opportunities directly to our students so they don't have to rely on transportation or funding or anything else to get to us and I connected with a lot of organizations and they were just kind of like I don't know what to tell you. Have you looked into like the lux? And I was like, yeah, but like, that's not what I'm wanting to do. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to fit this need or solve a problem in the central Lincoln area. And the lux is so, so far away. Yeah. Another 25 minute drive. Right. So, you know, I just kind of took a little break from my research. And like one time I was looking through just kind of scrolling through Facebook like all of us regular people do. (laughs) And I saw a video of someone transforming a bus into a mobile home. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, if they can turn a bus, a school bus into, like, a mobile home, like, I can definitely turn a school bus into an art studio. Mm -hmm. And that was just it from there. I was like, oh, my gosh. I am going to create a mobile art studio 
I don't know how to do this. I don't even know where to find a school bus, (laughs) but we're going to make it happen. So I did not really do any research (laughs) once I, once that light bulb went off, Mm -hmm. I created a GoFundMe and I was like, Hey, this is what I want to do. Can you donate towards this? Like I need to find a school bus. I need to buy a school bus. I need to renovate the school bus. You know, the goal is $4,000. And, okay, Let's how did you happen. come up with this budget? I mean, I'd assume that a school bus <laughs> and the reno and everything costs way more than 4000 Like, Also, at this point, do you know a lot about renovating things? Like, are you no, so, okay? <laughs> not at all. So, like, this budget. This is such an inspiring like, story, though, because if everyone could see what this looks like now, you would realize <laughs> that this is truly an incredible transformation. Okay. So, no, like, I had no idea. Why did you come up with 4000 I don't know. It just, I, no idea because I didn't know where to go to find a school bus. It just seemed like $4,000 was like, good enough. Like, <laughs> That'll take care of it. <laughs> like, renovate something Lugera, at this point had you purchased a car like did you know like what the price of a car was yes <laughs> but i was like i don't know i, yeah. I think it was just the excitement i was just like okay absolutely like, set, a, my set a budget this is what we're aiming for if we surpass that awesome but mm-hmm. we don't like we can't raise <laughs> less than four thousand dollars okay to make this happen so and what happens do you raise four thousand dollars no what? Not, not at all. <laughs> we raised the two thousand dollars. Like we were getting, like a lot of donations were just coming in, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere it just stopped. And I was like, "Well, you know, this has been fun, but you know, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to be possible with just two thousand dollars." First of all, again, I don't even know where to find a school bus. Mm-hmm. So. What am I going to do? So I took like a break. I was working at Lincoln High still full time. So I would have conversations with the teachers and my coworkers. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. You know, we have like $2,000 raised, which is kind of like $2. Like, (laughs) what are you going to do with that? So I just kind of, I mean, they were saying like, oh, maybe you should look into an RV or just like a trailer and hook it up to a car. And I was like, what? Like, I don't even think my car, like, has any, like, I don't even know how to hook a trailer up to a car. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what that is. So I took, like, maybe just a couple months to a year off of just, like, anything, like, art bus. Mm-hmm. I mean, and at that time, we didn't have a name for it. It was just, I don't even know. I don't remember what I called it. But it was not the art bus. So, like, one day, I was scrolling through Facebook Marketplace, and I saw a school bus. And I was like, huh. That's crazy. Okay. This guy was planning, he bought a school bus. He was planning on turning it into a party bus and it just fell through for him. It wasn't going to work. And it was, I kid you not, like $100 more than what we raised. So it was like $2,100. What? Okay, I don't think I understand school bus prices. (laughs) (laughs) So like, but... Do school buses just like run no matter what? Like, is there an expiration date on a school bus? Like, I'm so confused. (laughs) Till this day, I have no idea. Like, I have not a clue. Like, no clue at all. So this school bus was in the $2,000 range. Is that right? And you just buy it? And I like, I messaged him on Facebook Facebook, and I was like, hey, like, I really want to buy your school bus. And he's like, yeah, sure, it's available. So I called my dad and I was like, hey, I found a school bus. Like, can you go with me so I can drive back home <laughs> in the school bus? 
we get there. And I don't like, I don't know anything about like cars or like what should I be looking for? Especially like, with a school bus. I mean, good? all of that stuff. Are the brakes okay? I had no idea. I didn't ask any questions. And my dad wanted to help out, but I was mm-hmm. like, look, I got this. Like, this is a me problem, not a you problem. I don't need your advice. <laughs> Nothing. Leave it alone. So he was just like, okay. So I went in and I was like, hey, like $2,000 cash. Here you go. <laughs> and he gave me the key and I got on the bus and I, you know, I sat in the driver's seat and I was like, so how, how do I get home? Like, I don't know how to drive a school bus. Is it a stick like, shift or is it automa- automatic? Wait, automatic or what is it? Manual. Was it a stick shift? To be honest with you, I don't even know what that means. So, like, was there, like, a (laughs) thing? She's really here for the art, folks. And so, would you, did you have to control it, like, to shift the gears? No, you just (laughs) (laughs) We should do a podcast talking about cars. (laughs) Like, it was just, like, I mean, just whatever regular shift other okay so that was not a hurdle to get over you you could turn it on and drive okay i could turn it on and turn it off but i was just worried (laughs) about like how do i turn the bus am i gonna hit oh my gosh i can't even imagine so you know i hit a lot of curbs Mm -hmm. but and where did you bring it to like could you just store it at your house my parents driveway oh wow it was there worked (laughs) on it there did, (laughs) did everything there and i mean it, the bus was great for a mm-hmm. good couple months until it just wasn't great anymore and it started breaking down. Oh no. And were you using it for the art bus at this point? Yeah. Okay, so you renovated this whole thing. Renovated the bus. And how did you get the budget to do that? Did you do another fundraiser? Out of my pocket. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we were a good. Actually, I think we finished like our heavy like summer season. So we launched during COVID. Okay. And COVID was just a hot mess for everyone but us. Wow. Which was great because like parents are, you know, your kids are stuck at home. All of like the places you would send your kids, like they're closed mm-hmm. because, you know, COVID is just a scary thing. And here we are like, you know, we go to your neighborhood. You really don't have to send your kids So anywhere. is that like, the thing that you were doing at that point? You were driving into neighborhoods. Like it was like the bus wasn't like staying at the turbine flats and people were coming to you. Like how did that no. work? Okay. We were going to different neighborhoods. We went to like high V a good couple times. Mm-hmm. So we tried like we at first I was planning on having it just be like a central Lincoln thing. Mm-hmm. But I had a conversation with someone and they're like, hey, you have to realize like I get that you want to service Central Lincoln, but you have to like you have to realize like there are a lot of families in South Lincoln and East Lincoln and wherever else that don't have access to opportunity because of like whatever issues. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, we're mobile, so we really can yeah. just go anywhere. So we collabed with like High V and a couple like West Lincoln businesses and organizations and park the bus either like in their place of business or a neighborhood. And had kids just kind of come on in and That's do amazing. some art. So yeah, can but, you kind of speak to like after you park the bus, like what like what does it look like inside? What is available to students? Like wh- how does it work? 
once it's parked. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I feel like um, I'm starting we, to understand everything else. <laughs> so when you walk in, we have, like, two tables, like, connected to the sides of the bus. Stools just there so students or whoever can they just sit on the stool, get an easel, canvas, paint, and then just go to town. So really, like, our focus on the bus is more, like, canvas painting because there's not a whole lot we can do on a school bus. So our first year, we focused a whole lot on just like canvas painting and whatnot. But, you know, you can create whatever you'd like. You can paint whatever you'd like. Just, you know, it was just an opportunity for people to just kind of breathe a little. Just relax. Paint whatever is on your mind and whatnot. But, yeah, we, our first year was great until the bus broke down. But, you know, we were able to. So what did you do? What did you do when the bus broke down? Like, and also before the bus breaks down, sort of like, how are you making this work? Like, I know that you renovated out of your own pocket, but were there like enough donations coming in just like for art supplies and things like that? Yeah, we like the Lincoln community is really good about like making sure like organizations are doing okay. So like we really like we relied on our community to help get us like the necessary art supplies and canvases, especially canvases. We were going through canvases like no other. Oh, that Um, is like the good thing about Lincoln. There's a lot of things you could say that we need to improve, but man, like it is a very supportive community. We just need people like you who have the the initial spark of the thought of what to do, and then Mm -hmm. other people will be supported. (laughs) So the bus breaks down. What do you do? So like we really didn't do anything because it was like the end of the summer. We're like, you know, check mark. Summer is <laughs> over. School has started. We're good. Like we, I mean, at that time we were planning on Art Bus just being like a summer, a summer program. Mm-hmm. So once the school year hit, I was just kind of like, okay, like the work is done. We made it through our first summer. Like we're just breathing. But I was like, okay, well maybe we need another bus. Just <laughs> <laughs> so I connected with a place in Lincoln called Cornhusker International. They have a whole bunch of school buses. And I was like, hey, like we need a school bus. Cause I did, you know, I did research at that, like should have done this a while ago before I bought the bus on Facebook Marketplace. But this time I actually did some research and found like, oh, there's actually a place in Lincoln that sells school buses. Who would have thought? Because I was just, you know, tempted to go to the LPS school bus yard and just steal a couple buses. <laughs> no um, one would notice. Nobody would know. <laughs> but found a place in Lincoln that sold school buses for pretty, like, they weren't expensive. Great. So I bought our second bus from them, and I spent, like, the winter into spring of 2021 fixing up this new bus. And at this point, are you working at LPS still? Nope. Okay. I left, so I how left did... to do photography full time. Cool. Cool. All right. So you're like spending a lot of your time renovating the bus and then mm-hmm. you're opened back up. Is this summer of 2021? Yep. Okay. Okay. So it feels like 2021 was like years ago. But I know. It's the time, time has become a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. 2021 was last year. Um, but we, you know, jumped back into summer programs. It was super busy for us. We collabed with the Lincoln City Library to do like programming every Monday. So we popped up to the different libraries in the Lincoln area and then just had families come on and do some creating. And towards like... Ooh, I want to say July or August of 2021, Pacific Nebraska and Lincoln reached out and they're like, hey, like we have a school that would be interested in some after school programs. 
And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, have we made it? Like, <laughs> are we like, are we officially you have official? arrived? <laughs> like, LPS, like one's us. So we did, you know, this after school program at Lincoln Northeast, another school, Gilbridge Middle School reached out about doing some after school programming. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. And those two schools have turned into six schools this year. Wow. I know. And so does so this mean have... six school buses or do you rotate throughout the week? We rotate. So Monday through Friday, we're at different the different schools we also had like a studio at turbine flat so is this still like pretty much you mainly or do you have other people now that are like volunteering and doing this work this is a ton of work (laughs) we have volunteers but like really just like running things it's like so we have the volunteers leading like school different school after school programs but it's really just me because i'm like this is my baby the art bus is my baby and I am having a hard time like letting go <laughs> of all of like the behind the scene things because I'm just like this is me and mine like so I'm like slowly like letting go. Yeah, it's you no know, well, it's because a, it's growing so much. It's like this seems we, like an incredible amount for one person to do. Yeah, and I you know did not think that we'd grow this fast, but I feel mm-hmm. like our growth has really. Just hit me in the face which is great but it's amazing. I feel like you just came out of nowhere and I was like oh shoot like I do really need people so we have like a program director for like our Malone center kids they come to our studio so they don't have they're not using the bus but they're coming to our studio and on your Wednesday. studio is at Turbine Flats which is <clears throat> where would you say that is like sort of North Lincoln area right yes okay cool yeah so our goal with our studio is to Really, like, focus on the Y Street area of Lincoln. It's a lot of, like, minority families, refugee families, and low-income families as well. So, really, our goal is to connect the organizations that exist in the area mm-hmm. and, you know, create opportunities for their, their students. So, so Latora, do you think that this will become your full-time gig? Like, are you moving towards this being your main thing? Yep. That Love is it. the goal. Love the reason so why much. I decided... 2022 was my last full-time wedding season just so I'm giving myself time to really like push this and we're growing into Omaha and that's gonna take a lot of work so I'm like I need like I gotta let go of photography because it's super time consuming and you know I realized the only way to really get this to work is to put my all into it and I know our Omaha expansion will be will take a lot of work. Just, I mean, there's a big need in Omaha. Omaha is huge compared to Lincoln. So I know like once we tap into the Omaha area, things will just kind of skyrocket. So I'm like, I need to make sure that when we do this, we're doing it well. No mm-hmm. hiccups, mm-hmm. no broken down buses. Like <laughs> we gotta, we gotta make sure this is just smooth sailing. Incredible. At this point, like is everything sort of like donation based then? Like yeah, donation based, but we we have applied to get our tax to be tax exempt. <laughs> that was also a journey. Oh no! But we um, oh taxes we, are the worst. <laughs> we officially got our approval last, so Artbus LNK is now Ooh, officially a nonprofit. Way to go! So we get to apply for some of those big brands yeah, and make sure you know, we have all of the necessary supplies and tools and resources needed to to do our programs well are you still right now though sort of just taking donations like people listening to this 
we can link yep. a place for them to donate to your yeah yep. we have a donation on our website or we love getting art supplies so mm, that's great if you, if you like to give some if there's brushes, any artists out there brushes. or anyone who's cleaning out like their grandma's house and they're finding <laughs> a lot of like you know great art supplies we'll put the mailing link out, down for you as well, we'll take them all. <laughs> but seriously latora this is so cool first of all thank you for being on this podcast and thank you for starting the art bus Thank you. This was good. This felt like a conversation and I love that. (laughs) Me too. All right, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you would like to donate to ArtBusLNK, you can go to ArtBusLNK.org and there's a very clear donate sign on the right side. You can also check out how you can maybe volunteer if you're local to Lincoln, and there's a lot of other information on that website. As always, like, subscribe, share with a friend, leave a review, and we'll see y'all next time.